Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My white neighbor told me a joke, and then I'm, I'm finished. And I, and I laughed so hard about her sister, who's a white woman, who, cook, who, who baked the chocolate cake for her little white son. And the, she turned her back, and the little white son put chocolate on his face. She said, look, Mommy, I'm black. And she slapped him. She said, don't you ever Ooh. say that in this house. Ooh. Go tell your dad what you said. She said, look, Daddy, I'm black. And the daddy slapped him. Don't you ever say that. You go tell your grandfather what you said. Look, Grandpa, I'm black. And Grandpa slapped him. Go back to your mother. And the mother sitting down and said, Timmy, now what have you learned today? And Timmy said, I've learned I've been black for five minutes, and already I hate you white people. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa O Minnow. This is episode 90 of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm joined by a special guest today. He has been on the podcast before for his second appearance, comedian Matt Henry. Matt, how you doing today, bro? Back in it, bro. Glad to be back, man. It's, uh, it's a great podcast. Thank you. Glad to have you back, for one. Thank you for filling in for the missing Gabe this week. There is quite a bit to talk about, but before we get to any of that, as always, guys, be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. The first place I do want to start off with is a big rest in peace to Paul Mooney, one of the greatest comedians and social commentators of our generation. It was sad to hear that he did pass away in his California home due to a heart attack. Uh, he has been a huge staple within the culture. You might have seen him on the Dave Chappelle show. He made quite a few appearances on there. He's had a lot of famous clips that have come and famous quotes that have come from that show as well, too. His stand-up isn't... I mean, it is stand-up, but he it's more so like he's talking to you. It's kind of like what Dave has kind of turned into now, where... He has a conversation with you on stage and then he makes his commentary about society whilst he's doing it. So he has been a huge influence to a lot of comedians. I know you're a huge comedian as well, too. So 
Have you gotten inspiration from Paul Mooney in terms of that, or? Uh, Paul Mooney, he's like a he's like a rated R Bill Cosby to me, and I and mind you, Cosby's stand up is iconic, but uh, Paul Mooney is just uh, more real. He was like, oh yeah, he inspiration wise, one hundred percent. He he inspired me to you know uh, do my thing, but he. These, these kids don't know, bro. Like, if you really look them up, especially a stand-up, it's, it's so good just because it's so raw, it's so uh, truthful. And he was uh, – he's an icon, man. We, we lost a legend for sure. Yeah, he's absolutely unfiltered, and I think that's what really gets across when you do look at his stand-up. There's no filter on what he says, and it's, it's really just him speaking to a crowd and everything's coming from his soul. So, like you said – it's we did lose a legend. It is sad to see uh, his legacy will definitely live on because he is such an icon within comedy and just black culture in general. But I did just want to start off there and say a huge rest in peace to him. Um, how have you been doing otherwise, though, in terms of just regular life shit going on? Anything you want to get off your chest before we get Lockdown into down sucks, bro. Lockdown <laughs> sucks. I, I am excited to golf, but I mean, good luck getting a tee time. This weekend, nobody's getting nothing unless you're you're balling like that. Like you got to be in the country club to golf this week. Uh, but I'm excited to do something. Yeah, um, that's not staying at home. I heard that's a big thing too. Like I obviously I knew golfing was big, but I mean like I heard it was a big thing because the fact that they're reopening it this weekend. In order to like you said get a tee time, you have to either be like the owner or know someone and have a like secret in. In order yeah. to get get on that get on that yeah. golf course, so no way. Yeah, like uh, if you're not a member, good luck. Uh, but I would love to go play nine at least sometime next week. Now that I know I can. How good? How good are you at golf? Um, it depends on the day, bro. Like <laughs> honestly, I'm so inconsistent. But I mean, it's fun, and I'm all right. Like people, you're not just gonna come up in and beat me. Like you got to play in order to uh, to you know, put down on me. But the problem is I get in my own head sometimes, you know, not every time. I shouldn't say sometimes. So good shot. You, th- you think you're getting good at it. You know what I mean? Then you you swing too casually on your next shot. And now you're, you know, you're back again. You have a bad shot. Now you're in your head again, trying to fix things. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a mental game, man. But it's yeah. fun. Very, yeah, very much mental. I am excited, yeah, that, that stuff's opening up. I mean, a lot of it doesn't pertain to me because I am in downtown Toronto, so it's like I wasn't really going to the basketball courts or obviously I wasn't going golfing either. So none of that shit really excites me. Uh, but it you is good. To, no, not at all. I've never been golfing in my life. I haven't been one time. Really? The only golfing I've done is mini putt. That's it. Mini putting is awesome, man. And mini That's putt is lit. Yo, I love mini putting, man. I think I'm yeah. – one, I'm pretty good at it, and two, it's just like a good time. Like it's an enjoyable – activity to do um no matter what age you are so for sure yeah so none of that i I don't golf so none of that really stands out to me uh the days i'm waiting for is when they get back to opening up the patio bars i'm down for that and obviously when they open the gyms back up i need i need to get back in the gym as well too Uh, so i'm waiting for that but apparently the step is they're starting off with these outdoor activities first and then they'll move on to i think like restaurants and some other stuff afterwards and by the end which should be according to them by august because they're just waiting for most people to have 
their first shot at least before they reopen a lot of stuff. So right. they're, they're aiming for August for that to be like everything's kind of back to opened up and you're able to just walk in and do whatever. So hopefully that comes to fruition because my birthday's in August. So I'm down for that. But yeah. I'm a July baby. So I need it a little earlier than that. Like, <laughs> we're cutting it close with this lockdown stuff right now. Well, yeah, they are kind of close, but by July, most stuff should be, like, fairly open. So, I mean, you'll still be able to have a good time uh, in July, hopefully. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. I guess the first place we're going to start off now is music, because last week was a huge music week. Uh, We did – you were on that episode where we kind of talked about the Cole stuff, right, just a little bit. I I can't remember if that was – a week before you were on? I don't think so. Okay. But I did listen to the album, and it's – it's flames, bro. J. Cole knows what he's doing. Were you are you a huge Cole fan? Like were you into his music beforehand or was it just Yeah, kinda... like not maybe not like everybody else, because I like uh like rap that I don't have to think about, to be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I like mindless garbage. I'm I admitted I'm a part of the problem, but I mean I listened to that J. Cole album a bunch of times already, but I mean the day it came out, I listened to it. And then I smoked and I listened to it again. And I was like, man, this is hitting different that second time around, you know? And then yeah. the third time, it's like, okay, this guy, uh, he's nice. He is nice with it. Yeah, he, he really put his foot into this one. Like, he stomped the hell out of this album. I knew from watching, because I wasn't really, like, like, I'm a Cole fan. I've definitely liked his music. Uh, he's definitely one of my up there artists. But some of his past projects for the past few years, I just haven't really been that excited about or been into as much as I was with his first few projects. Yeah. So for this album, I was just kind of like, I don't know where he's necessarily going to go with this because you kind of, you've done a lot in your career already. So I don't know how you're going to top some of the stuff that you've already done. But after watching that documentary, that got me a, 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 like way more hype about the album because of the fact that he was like, yo, I'm trying to, best everything i've ever done like i've been complacent before i want to continue growing my legacy and making sure people know that i'm not done yet like i'm here to keep putting good music out and making better stuff than i've made before so that got me kind of hyped and sure enough he delivered on this album with that exact uh mentality so i was super hyped about it. i think you can't go wrong with an album when you started off with kill a cam Cameron from Harlem starting off your album like that's and that that little John of the East Side boys man I was like this guy he he he, he did it right man um, I had no problems with it that's one of the few uh, albums in a long time I just hit play and I I could let it play I didn't want to skip any songs which uh, that's hard to do uh, in this day and age I wish it was longer uh, to be honest I feel like twelve songs. Uh, he cheated us a little bit. He, he <laughs> could have hit us with a little 15 or something. But, but that, you know, I'll take what I can take. Yeah, I think it's spoiled a little bit with the regular New Age music. Because, like, a lot of those yeah. albums are, like, 20 or 18 and t- stuff like that. I, I like the 12. I think he gave us 12 really good songs that, like, yeah. there's like you said, you're not skipping these. You just want to listen to them. They all flow within to each other kind of thing. So, you don't want to make it, you don't want to add certain songs just to add filler. And I think he's, yeah. he did a really good job of just like being concise and to the point. And like all these songs, he's literally rapping his ass off and like delivering good content. So uh, yeah, I, I fuck with the album. It's definitely my album of the year so far. I don't, 
I don't see who's going to beat him uh, unless the other big guys are dropping this year. And, and by the other big guys, I mean Kendrick and Drake. Uh, we know Drake does have something in the tuck, but we'll yeah. see if he does decide to unleash that or when. But I do like the fact that Cole went first out of the top three. Um, it did restore the feeling for me. So, yeah, yeah really, really good album. Do you have any standout songs off of it? Um, I just there are so many just lines that he just uh, that is why I like it so much because all the songs almost like blend together. But yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. the the M uh, on your head like Luigi's brother like that was the yeah, one yeah. that um, got me immediately. And then you know he's just talking about being a broke rapper like I respect that. <laughs> he even talked about being broke, and I was like, man, you know what, this dude. Is he's just spitting like he, he he went in there, did his job, and he and he walked off. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a nice piece of art, and that's hard to find too. Like uh, it's it's complete. You know what I mean? That's uh, the best way to describe that album. Yeah, and it's funny because you mentioned the Mario line. He also had one about Big Boss, uh, Metal Gear Solid, and yeah. Hideo Kojima, which is pretty fire. Like that was on Applying Pressure, and yeah, yeah that that one hit me too because I'm like, yo, I've never. But I think I think someone else has made a reference to Metal Gear Solid, but the way that he did it was just kind of like nonchalant and like he put it in there. Um, same thing with like you said, the Mario Brother line. I saw people yeah. like clowning him for that online because like they're like it's basic, but yeah, when you read it, it sounds basic. But when you hear it in the song and the way he delivered it and the way yeah. he like flips what you expect for that line to be, that's where yeah. you really get the you really get the artistic flair that comes from how he delivered that bar. So it's not so much just the line, it's encompassing how he delivered it and the fact that you think he's going to say Mario, but he doesn't say that. He says you're Luigi brother. So it's, yeah. it's dope. Yeah, Cole, Cole wrapped his ass off on this one and, and, and he really restored the feeling with it. Nikki also dropped on Friday as well too. She, re- she re-released her mixtape that she dropped in 2009 called Be Me Up Scotty. But with this version, she did drop, I think it was three or four new songs along with it. Do you get a chance to listen to any of it? No, I'm not I'm not a Nicki Minaj person. So maybe <laughs> uh, I'll sort out uh, some time and I'll, I'll listen to it. But like, I'm not in a rush uh, to fire that up at all. I mean, <laughs> no, I get it. No. I, I, she's... She's like she's pretty and everything, but she's mean. You know what I mean? Like I don't like mean girls, and <laughs> that's that's how she come across in the in the rap, bro. So it's like, all right, I'll listen to it, but you know, I don't stop yelling at me. Yeah, you know, everyone's also her son. That's the that's the funny thing about Nikki is like yep. all all these bitches is my sons. I love when she says that shit. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit last because I'm. I'm not a huge Nicki fan, but I definitely do enjoy her music. I, I would say I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan of her music, uh, especially when it comes to her features and stuff. But she did drop a really like big song. I think this is if you're not going to listen to the album, which I don't really expect you to, definitely listen to this one song, "Seeing Green," because it's got it's got Wayne, it's got um, it's got Wayne and Drake on it along with her, and all three of them kind of killed their verse. Like it sounds like them back in 2011 2012 type era so yeah i would say that young money days exactly exactly like real young money-ish real you know all the songs that they used to do back in the day type shit it sounds exactly like that funny enough like drake's verse itself sounds it sounds like he recorded it then but he didn't but it does really remind me of like that generation that time and for wayne who i've been kind of like 
up and down with more so on the up these days because he has been back to killing versus yeah. this one for sure like he he put his foot into this verse as well too like he smoked it he starts it off like it's funny that he starts it off talking about wearing a balenciaga mask and like having to take it off and i didn't know that he was legit wearing a mask whilst he delivered the line so i was just like yo that's <laughs> fucking insane like you'll when you listen to it, you'll hear him and he'll be like kind of muffled in the beginning. And then he'll yeah. like take off the mask when he says he does. And you can hear like his vocals come out more clear. So, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. But, yeah, definitely give Seeing Green a chance because that's definitely the biggest song off that album. And, and from that, like that Friday honestly felt like the most like outside of the pandemic Friday that I felt in a long time. Like with yeah. Cold dropping and with Nicki, Wayne and Drake doing that song. Like I was like, damn, like, I feel like I'm back to pre-covid days where i'm outside and like able to go around like i was listening to that shit i, I took a long ass walk that day because i was like oh, i gotta listen to the album and listen to these songs over and over again so it, it was a, it was a good it was a good friday release for music for sure that's for sure so let's move into the next topic this is a pretty big one the playing game yesterday between the los angeles lakers and the golden state warriors i, I want to get your first before we even get into that game i want to get your first take like what how do you feel about the playing games? It's confusing, but I I like it. You know what I mean? Meaningful basketball, like I like it. I like that um, it's difficult, more difficult to get into the playoffs. But at the same time, I feel like the number eight seed is number eight seed, and you should have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you because you earned it, but um, you know, making it more interesting. I would rather see. Um, an in-season tournament um, before playing games. Um, you know what I mean? Like a not necessarily a Champions League uh, style tournament, but like an FA Cup type thing. Uh, I would prefer that over uh, play-ins. But I mean, the games have been been entertaining. No real blowouts or anything. Um, everybody's been contending, so I'll take it. Outside of that first game, the Wizards oh, in Indiana was a was yeah. a pretty good blowout. Yeah, and Charlotte. Uh, was giving it away. I, I knew oh, wait, yeah, Charlotte sorry, that's the one. Lose. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte, that was a blowout, yeah. I, I knew they were going to lose. The team's too young, but, I mean, that team's on the come up for sure. LaMelo is the truth. He's uh, he's my pick for rookie of the year. I don't think he gets it, but uh, he should, um, strictly because, I mean, he, he willed his team, you know, to that playing game. Well, what's his name? Anthony Edwards, who got some great highlights this year. Um, he's... He's in that pit that is Minnesota, man. Ain't nobody coming out of that, out of that, out of that city. Yo, Loki, I thought you were gonna say he should get it because of his because of his dad. <laughs> I almost started laughing. Hey, I love him. <laughs> I, I man, I wish uh, like having someone who believes in you that much in your corner. You yeah. can't go wrong with that, bro. So uh, I love me some of our ball for sure. No, for sure. I, I 100% agree with you. I didn't really like the whole takes about people not liking LeVar. Granted, like, I get it. Some of the stuff he said was a little bit outlandish, for sure. Um, that's part of his personality. But the whole him, the dad that he is, is, uh, like, you would want that as your father. Like, I don't see anything wrong with the way that he handled his kids or how he taught them or anything like that. Um, nah, he's, he's your reckless uncle. We all have an uncle <laughs> like that guy who's at the barbecue Talking reckless, saying he would beat Michael Jordan and all this type of stuff. He's just on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only difference. We all know that guy yeah, uh, honestly, in one way or another. 
Yeah, my, my uncle only does that when he's drunk, though. So yeah, <laughs> that's the only difference between my uncle and and Levar Ball. But he he's bonafide. It's crazy that he's not drunk, right? <laughs> you know that, he, yeah, that he's yeah. not uh, on something saying this stuff. He wakes up and he believes it. So it's like you know what? I like that. Um, I need just a, a quarter of his confidence uh, in my everyday life, and I'd be I'd be a lot further. That's uh, that's for sure. Yeah, he's he's drunk on his own personality, his own confidence type shit. Uh, but let's get to the let's get to the actual game that really matters because the rest of them, the rest of the playing games were were pretty much whatever. So yeah, LeBron James, Steph Ooh. Curry, last night went down to the wire, ended up having to be LeBron James hitting a crazy three over mm-hmm. Steph Curry in order for them to win it. Uh, the game was highly entertaining from start to finish. Like, there really wasn't any duds. I mean, the Lakers came out a little bit slow. But yeah. other than that, I think part of that, too, was the great defense from Golden State as well, too. They were playing really good defense. Draymond was on his was on his shit. So I can't give it all to just the Lakers being kind of slow and, and sluggish. But, yeah, it was a really good game from start to finish. I really can't complain. Definitely the best play-in game that we've had. Um I kind of figured that the Lakers were going to win. I just think they just have way too much talent for them to be an eighth seed in the fucking yeah. West. Uh, so, like the Phoenix Suns, definitely have to definitely have to watch out. I guess LeBron playing mad, man. That's that's the best. Like, yeah, everybody doubting him. Uh, you know, Skip Bayless talking reckless. <laughs> I know he's seeing did those. He, did tweets. he say anything today? I didn't really um, for him, but I, don't, I, I got to double check. He was talking reckless yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, t- saying that he wasn't clutch. I, I, I mean, he's clutch now, but he wasn't always clutch to me. Um, but yesterday he, uh, he, he had something for the doubters. He had something for the haters yesterday. So I like that. Um, great game. Yeah. So super dope. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think I still do think that the Warriors are going to be the AC. Like I don't see them losing to Memphis. That game's going to be tight though, but I do think that the Warriors are going to get that eighth seed. A part of me also feels like the Warriors are kind of, kind of like the belief team in 2006, 2007. Like they kind of give me that vibe a little bit just with the way that Steph's been playing and, you know, the heart and hustle that Draymond showed. And some of the other guys last night too, um, Wiggins was, Wiggins had a good game. I think Kent Bazemore snapped it as well too. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like they have good chemistry now and they're peaking at the right time. I could see them doing some damage to that Utah team at the top. So, like, I don't trust Utah. I never have, never will. Like LeBron <laughs> said, we I don't I don't pick Utah in two K. Never have. So, exactly. I, I'm sorry, bro. Like I think uh, whoever um, ends up playing them, whether it's Memphis or uh, the Warriors, they're going to give them a run for sure. I think Phoenix will get cooked um, by the Lakers. Um, and then, you know, we'll see. Whoa, what get, so them. you don't think it's going to be close? You think it's going to be – you think the Lakers are going to win outright? Five, six games max, bro. Wow. I think the Lakers, the Lakers are about to <laughs> – they're about to go off. Anthony Davis is going to – he's going to cook them. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron is playing – for for that legacy, man. For he sure. wins another ring. He goes back to back with LA. It's gonna be hard to deny this man. That's all. Yeah, I'm saying. yeah. That's a that's gonna be a huge accomplishment if he does happen to do it. Um, I I do think they'll win for sure. Like I don't see Phoenix beating them, but I don't. I think it's gonna be closer than that. I don't. I think it's actually gonna go seven. I don't think it's gonna be. Wow. 
I think it's six or seven for the Lakers. I don't really see them getting a four or five on them. Um, but for, for, for the Jazz, though, I do think – I think the Warriors are actually going to beat them kind of convincingly, to be honest, yeah, on that cool. end. Just with the way Steph's been playing and shit, like, I think that that team – I think that team's going to win in either five or six. Like, I would say that for, for the Warriors. My bet yeah. would be six. My bet would be Warriors and six if they happen to face them. I can see, I can see it. I really can. And you know, all you need is Steph Curry to go off. You know what I mean? Like he wakes up and he, he's in rage once he once he gets into the parking lot. So good luck. Yeah, I guess that's it for the plane. Like me personally, I'm not really I think it's entertaining because of the fact that we got two really good teams like the Warriors and the Lakers in it. But I think on a regular basis, I'm not necessarily sure how good the plane would actually be. I know yeah. last year in the bubble we had some really good games, but I think that was more so due to the situation in the bubble rather than the reality of them playing basketball. Because I think once fans get back into it and stuff like that, and maybe I might be wrong, maybe there might be more motivation for them. But I just feel like, I don't know, when you see two bottoms playing. Yeah. I mean, but fans at those games, it'll, it'll be electric yeah. in, those, in, think, yeah. in uh, those Especially now these next ones where like you you losing your out kind of thing, then it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be hot in there, bro. Like I, I would like to go to a game like that just just for the atmosphere. Yeah, I think you know what else is electrifying? <laughs> little Romeo, little Romeo challenging <laughs> Bow Wow to a versus. <laughs> This shit would go off. Like, 100% would probably be one of the best verses we've ever seen since verses Maybe. was started. <laughs> oh, my. Little Romeo, man. Like, I don't – I'm really trying to think. What Romeo tracks do I even know? Like, I remember he had the Bugs Bunny chain uh, in that one video where he's running through the mall and girls are chasing him. But other than that, bro, I don't know any Romeo tracks. Do you look at – I think no, not really. I feel like I have a memory of that, but I don't know if I actually do or if I'm just making it up as you're saying it. Oh but, man, I I know, and he's wearing like a, a jean jacket. He's got a bandana. I know. I've seen. I remember that. But I mean, that was a time when like Sammy was out. Bow Wow was out. Yo, Sammy. Kid rappers. Yeah. Holy that was the kid I rapper era. About that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I forgot that person even existed. I'm telling you. That was a, the kid rapper era, bro. But no, I, there's no way um, Romeo could hang with Bow Wow uh, for in a verse. It wouldn't. It would be boring. It would be. It, it's gonna be a, a Bow Wow concert, bro. Like, <laughs> who's trying to listen to that? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, give me the Soldier Boy one. A Bow Wow concert? No, you're 100 percent right, though. I can't believe Romeo fixed his lips or fixed his fingers to tweet or whatever method yeah. he chose to even challenge Bow Wow to. Of verses, like I know you guys had a little bit of a beef back in the day, but it wasn't enough to warrant you being able to say that your career is anywhere near on the same level as Bow Wow's. Like, if anything, Romeo, if there's one thing Romeo was gonna end or has ended, it's his own career. So there's no way he could challenge Bow Wow in a, in a verses at all. No, um, like it would be boring. It's great. That's for Club, bro. Like he needed someone, people to people to talk about him. And uh, and we are. This is this was his plan. He wanted people to talk about him. He wants people to go to 
Go to iTunes. I might I might go to Apple Music after this oh, yeah, and fire yeah, up some little Romeo. Catalog, exactly. Yeah, and see what uh what have I been missing? Oh man. Yeah, all pretty much yo, honestly, pretty much Bow all he has to play is Fresh as on Miz. Because in that song he has the line that goes after Master P where it's like 18 making more than your dad see like <laughs> he drops that off rip that's his first song the verses is over like you yeah. ain't, you ain't even got to compete with that after that but i think the more interesting thing is like soldier boy i guess got wind of it as well too and he challenged bow out to a versus battle and that one definitely makes way more sense than little yeah. romeo doing it so yeah, a bow wow versus yeah a bow wow versus um Sorry, a battle versus Soldier Boy. Who who'd you take in that one? I'm taking Soldier Boy. Like, so, yo, Soldier Boy circa like 2011 with that free one up uh, mixtape. That's one of my favorite um, this mixtapes like ever from anybody. Um, he killed that. So and he and he's still making music. So I like I like Soldier Boy over Bowel for sure. Yeah, I think I was. It's hard for me because I do like. The songs from both these guys and definitely soldier was a pretty big influence of like, in terms of like what i was listening to back in the day as well too so it's kind of hard for me to just pick one outright but if i had to choose i think i'd actually go for bow wow i just think that his, had some hits man yeah i just think that some of his his hits just it's no pun intended they just hit different like they were just yeah they were just like cult type of classics. And, and not to say that Bow Wow doesn't have cult classics. Like, obviously he does. But I just think for that era that Bow Wow was making music, the way that his music just kind of, you know, was able to cut through in terms of like all the other music that we were listening to at that time. Because that was a huge boom for music during that era as well, too. You had tons of artists that you could listen to. The, the way that video he, era, bro. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, had, he had videos that were just, that are super memorable. So um, I would say, yeah, I, I understand um, the Bow Wow pick for sure. It makes sense. Yeah, like he's got Freshes on Miz, Shorty Like Mine. I'm a flirt with the man who cannot be named anymore. Uh, <laughs> like, like, like you with Ciara. Uh, Let me hold you. He's got Bounce with me. Amen. I mean, basketball, he's got that too. That's a little bit Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think. That that could be a, that could be a point for him. Just 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 off the fact that it was in the movie that he was in as well too. So. Oh, I forgot about that song, bro. Yeah, and he was just, hooping in like Tim's at one point. Yeah, yeah. Which is oh man, yeah, you're right. You okay? Now you're you're bringing me back, bro. Maybe yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I, I I spoke too soon. Like you got girlfriend. You got girlfriend with the Marion out of my system with T Pain. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was on uh, Project Pack record, Project Pad, uh, twisting my body, man. Of that side to side record, he was on that too. Wait, he did what a great he? job. Yeah, he was rapping on it, or was yes. he just like, oh shit, I don't even remember yeah. that. Yeah, he has a verse on it. Um, that's a really yes, Bow Wow, Bow Wow can yeah, Bow Wow can hang, bro. He could anyway. I don't know if he's making money now, but once upon a time he was. Yeah, I think I think now he's just more into acting. So I would he's definitely getting a bag somewhere. Like I don't think he's yeah. hurting for money at all. Uh but yeah, the the only the only thing that I don't really like about this matchup is I think their sounds are a little bit too different. Like when yeah. we we're just naming some of Bow Wow stuff, a lot of his are more of those slower R and B songs. 
Um, and Soldier's got a couple, but not enough to play in a versus. So most of his songs are just becoming on a rap front more yep. so than anything. Um, yep. So yeah, that, that, that's the only downside to, to it. But it would be a great matchup. I, de- I would definitely want to see it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to one of our last few topics. Uh, this has been pretty big news, especially on the internet these days, because <laughs> I remember I remember I hit you up about this one too. <laughs> no, no, sorry, you hit me up about this one. Yeah. And then, and then you tell me how much you hate this dude. But Kwame Brown, <laughs> Kwame yeah. Brown, former NBA player. For those of you who don't know, he was drafted number one straight out of high school. One of the I think he was the first player actually to be drafted number one uh, straight out of high school. He was drafted by none other than Michael Jordan, the GOAT, to the Washington Wizards. Um, But unfortunately, he could not live up to expectations, so his career fizzled out. Uh, He did have a 13-year career, which is pretty long in the NBA. But in in those 13 years, he only averaged 6.6 points and 5.5 rebounds, whilst I believe shooting a career average of 49% from the field which is pretty low considering he is a center and should have been able to dunk his way through field goal percentages. Um, But yeah, he became the butt of a joke or the butt of a topic, I guess, on Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson's podcast, All of the Smoke. Uh, They had Gilbert Arenas and Jeannie Buss on to discuss some stuff, I guess, and he ended up coming up in one of the discussions. Um, Neither Jeannie nor nor uh um what's his name gilbert arenas said anything bad about him but apparently whilst they were discussing him matt barnes and stephen jackson kind of made a joke or a gesture and were kind of laughing towards him and that sent kwame brown off he went on this long tirade on the internet with a bunch of clips uh mostly just off of his ig live in which he was calling out a bunch of people who were talking shit about him. And anyone who jumped in on those conversations, he did start off with just Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson's and addressed their clips and called them pussy and all this other stuff for even speaking about him the way they did. But anyone else who made any kind of comments about that situation also got caught up in it. I think Jamel Hill might have said some stuff and he said some things towards her. Um, I know Stephen, Stephen A. Smith a- too, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't even... What did Steven say? Did Steven say anything crazy or was... He used to roast them all the time. That was oh, the problem. Okay. So, like Kwame Brown, he he woke up and chose violence, bro. <laughs> this guy, he really, he really went off, and I don't think he should have. Like he should have just kept it moving. Again, this is one of those clout situations. Like now, people are googling this guy for all the so they can see it. But every everybody's right. <laughs> what they say about him. He's not, he wasn't good. He's terrible. Um, I, oh my God, I hate Kwame Brown so much. Just the idea that Mike, like Michael Jordan probably went to your house and probably sat with your parents and was like, bro, I'm going to draft you first. And then you, 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 you turn out to be 5.5 rebounds game, bro. Six points a game. That, that's, that's what you do. Kill the Lakers, man. I, oh my, oh. Especially in that era of basketball, too, where it's not Dude. like today's game where you have to stretch the floor or anything like that. Like, he was primed to be another, like, dominant big in the NBA. Absolute garbage. 
But you then. don't think some of that kind of played into his psyche, like his mentality, being drafted oh, right. number one and then also and drafted by, by the GOAT? Like, Yep. No, it, it, trust me. I mean, looking back on it now, you know, you're young um, and you turn on the news and everybody is killing you. You know what I mean? It, it would definitely mess with you. And, and But why would it take you so long to snap, bro? You know what I mean? Um, how do you how do you keep it together all this time? And then that one little, well, I guess you never know when someone's gonna go crazy. And finally, uh, one little uh, conversation on a podcast, and now uh, this guy is is now he's dunking on people. You know what I mean? Like, why couldn't you do this in the league, bro? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he definitely had a lot of confidence issues. I think that definitely played into why he wasn't as good as he could have been in the league. But uh, apparently. I didn't know this. I was watching uh, the rumor report on the breakfast club and they were kind of breaking down the situation as well too. Charlemagne, he comes from the same state or city as Charlemagne, South Carolina. I can't remember what the city's called, but anyways, uh, just a dirt town road in South Carolina. He comes from there and his family has a history of violence. So the fact that people are like, Oh yeah, he, he woke up and he chose violence. Like it makes sense when you listen to what his family has done. Like, his dad apparently buried a woman alive. Um, <laughs> and when he got charged for the case, he fled. He, I think he fled the state, but he came back into the state to claim his check, like his, his working no. money. And that's how he ended up getting caught. So he wow. ended up going, yeah, he ended up going to jail uh, for, for, I guess, for life after they caught him when he came back for his check. And then his dad, or sorry, his brother, too, also has a history of violence. I don't know what he was charged for, but uh, he ended up going to jail for life as well, too, I believe. Uh, Might have been murder or something like that. So his family is quick to temper. There definitely is some issues there. So I think some of that's just kind of manifesting in this situation where these guys made a joke or whatever at Kwame Brown and now... Thankfully, he, it's only kept in the realm of Instagram and hasn't gone further. But he, he has challenged people to his hands. He did call out Stephen A to come fight him in Seattle. So, But Matt Barnes, um, he, Matt Barnes wants all the smoke. Matt Barnes said, we can box. He told him. Because he came back at him. Because um, he'd been having a nice little back and forth. Uh, Kwame Brown, like, it's entertaining to me. Like, he's just. He's saying some sideways stuff about light skin folks, and it's <laughs> it's entertaining. But uh, Matt Barnes told him he he because he tried to I guess squash the beef in the DMs, and Kwame Brown wasn't having it. So he told him uh, in the latest video, I think I watched it today, that um, he uh, could come on his podcast, and if, if he wants to box him before he's down. He wants to box after or during whatever. He, he's about that action. So the real question is, does Kwame Brown go on the podcast? Yeah, that'll be interesting to see because I don't I don't think he does. Because, like, okay, so we kind of discussed this a little bit too. I was thinking that he's probably able to propel this into some kind of career now um, because – to have a personality that feisty uh, and, you know, obviously granted he does curse and stuff. So I don't necessarily think ESPN is going to be the one hiring him or something like that, but no. you know, maybe he could find some kind of uh, value in like a bar stool or some other kind of like podcast type thing. 
Um, Maybe, but what is what? he going to talk hoops? Like, do you really want to hear hoops <laughs> from Kwame Brown? I don't even like Kendrick Perkins when he when he be on oh, man, yeah. TV Kendrick, talking reckless, bro. Kendrick like, man, you're, you ain't you ain't it for me, bro. Like, certain times, I guess it, it's rough. Like, I once did a stand up show for uh, Ben Johnson, the track guy. Um, and it was, it was a great show and everything. And he called me over after and everything. And he was talking to me, but in my head, like the whole time I'm thinking, bro, I can't really take you serious, bro. Like you cheated. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, who cares? Uh, and it's just, uh, that's my, that's how I feel with, uh, Kwame Brown talking hoops. It's like, I don't care about your opinion, bro. Like your, your opinion is about as good as mine. Uh, when it comes to what you know about basketball, <laughs> who cares? I feel like, but I feel like we're such in a culture now where it's not even necessarily about really basketball. I mean, yes, that does matter because I think that's what keeps you. But a lot of yeah. the shock now, you can kind of get off, like you can kind of get away from that. Like, yeah, you, you I mean, not go get away, but you can get on from from doing that. So I don't know. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's gonna be in a career, but I would definitely like to see him make an appearance. On that show, um, in terms of them fighting, though, who who you think who you think wins in a fight, though? Yo, between Matt between Barnes, either th- between either of them, though, it could be Stephen Jackson and Kwame Brown, or Matt Barnes and Kwame Brown. Uh, Steve, Stephen Jackson is wiping the floor with both of them. It's either like Stephen Jackson, he's he's about that life for sure. But now with this uh, family of murderer story that I've heard <laughs> from you now, I don't know. Kwame Brown might be really be about that action, so let's uh, get him on the get him on the card with Floyd Mayweather. Um, get him on the yeah, card, bro. Floyd, yeah. <laughs> Floyd, Floyd oh, and Jake, and, and and get that get them on that undercard, bro. Because I I would I would pay fifty bucks to watch uh, a card featuring him too. Yeah, I think I think my mom would be on Kwame Brown in that situation. Yeah. Um, just like you said, based off that history of violence, man, I think you don't want to fuck with people who are crazy. Like, you can fight. Yeah. People can fight. You can fight all you want. But when it comes to crazy, yo, I never fight. I never want to fight anyone who's crazy. And he has nothing to lose, bro. That like, dude, Paul, yeah. he's, he's rock bottom right now. Oh, Straight man. up. So it's like he, he would be coming in hurt you know, with a chip on his shoulder uh, and something to prove. So, yeah, maybe Kwame Brown uh, has the edge. Yeah, you mentioned Clout too. He actually got thirty thousand followers just yeah. off of the clip that he that he's made recently. So I didn't follow him though, bro. I'll wait till <laughs> somebody reposts that man. I, I ain't trying to get yeah, you. You hate the man, so Brown. yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, oh shit! <laughs> you see the screens I was setting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what more? Do what more do you want? You're allowed. I was clapping from the bench, bro. Oh like, man. man, nobody, nobody cheered for their teammates like me. That's what. That's, that's funny. Uh, I hate him. The worst. That and the light skin bar are probably the two greatest bars that I heard from him. Uh, <laughs> yes, up, definitely up there for line of the year, though. Like uh, calling him <laughs> Becky with the good hair too. I was like, <laughs> okay, so it's like that. You should be out there stealing girls like Drake do. Yeah, he said he got. Yeah, he really went at. At this man and his family, he said he, uh, he had to hop the gate to, to get into his own house. But so your girl, fight you, Derek Fisher. Your, your girl getting took because you want to be a thug. <laughs> oh, shit, man. 
But yeah, I don't know. Any other topics you want to discuss before we close this thing out? Um, I think I'm good, man. Well, you know, whatever's hot, but this is obviously fun, bro. You're doing a good thing with this show, man. Like, keep it going, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I guess the real last, real quick one I want to touch on, Bill Gates. Uh, I don't don't know if you heard the recent news. Not so much the divorce, but more so about the fact that he apparently hooked up with a woman whilst working at Microsoft. To me, it's just kind of funny because he's a billionaire. So the fact that the way that they worded the headline, just saying, yeah, Bill Gates hooked up with a woman in whilst working at Microsoft. And there's like, maybe just one. I'm like, I don't know if Bill Gates just doesn't have any game at all, or if his money status didn't mean anything to any of these women, or I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how you say that he only made out, or sorry, only hooked up with one. But yeah, it, it has to be more than one. It's it, impossible. Yeah, maybe that it's just to maybe to make him look good, like not as much of uh, of <laughs> a dick that he, that he actually was. But I mean, come on, bro, you're Bill Gates, like. So there, everybody has a price, and you have the money to pay that price. So come on, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Write your check. Someone, someone commented on on the article as well too, saying that it's probably the others just haven't come through because he paid them the hush money to sign like the NDAs or whatever, not to say anything. So yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, exactly. pretty pretty jokes, but uh, yeah, it's, I just found it funny how they were like, oh, he maybe just hooked up with one. Like, y'all, y'all, y'all counting girl, Bill man. Gates' game? Yeah, y'all counting Bill Gates' game? Um, but yeah, that'll pretty much do it for episode 90 of the pops culture podcast. Thank you guys for listening as always continue to like rate review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon music. Matt, appreciate you coming through. If you want to plug your stuff, your comedy, your page, Go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, Follow me on everything. Um, Instagram, Comedian Matt Henry. Twitter, Comedian Matt H. Facebook.com slash Comedian Matt Henry. For all my stuff and to know what I'm doing, that's uh, that's where you can get me. Uh, Thanks for having me, bro. Thanks for coming through, bro. Appreciate it. Definitely check out his stuff. Funny dude. I think Facebook, you're most active on Facebook. Or I was banned him for 24 hours. I think I'm out. Oh, um, I'm out of Facebook jail. What did you have banned uh, for? I, <laughs> I, called, I told someone to, quote, uh, shut their simp ass up. <laughs> and uh, I got reported, bro. They, they, they banned me for 24 hours. I've been on indoor recess, man. And it sucks. Yo, that's crazy. Man, they're getting wild with their rules and regulation now. Yeah. yeah they're, even- they're cutting back. Even on IG, because obviously they're owned by the same company. So IG's guidelines, they don't really have, like, they don't even have them set anywhere. So it's not even, like, easy to see what you can. But some of the stuff that I post, it's, like, very mild. And it's like, oh, you, you're going against our community guidelines. Like, I posted yeah. a picture of some girl, like, it, it's the Dave Chappelle thing where a girl's, like, putting her foot on Dave Chappelle to lift him up. And then yeah. the meme just says things you could do with guys who are under five foot 11. And then I got yeah. like a report saying, Hey, you're going against our community guidelines. This is very um, hateful and discriminatory towards, I, I don't remember what it said towards, but they're like, this is hateful and violence. And I was like, what? Like there's no violence in the photo. What the fuck are you guys talking about? So whatever bot or like person is like uh, managing this shit, they need to be either fired or like rebuilt or whatever, because 
They don't but know what the fuck. It needs to be an doing. X-rated version. Like, give me that rated R Facebook, that rated R IG, where yeah, you come on, you know, for the smoke, like where the bullying is encouraged. Yeah, for the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what I'm saying. IG for the smoke. Yeah, that'd be jokes. That would actually be pretty funny. But yeah, I, yeah. Tony. They need. They either need that or to just like make their community guidelines more clear or some shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely check them out everywhere, guys. You guys can follow me at pops.culture on Instagram or at Papa Omeno on Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Hey. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.